What's up, everyone? Real quick before we get into this episode, I wanted to take a second to say thank you to everyone who has listened to episode one and who have also dropped follows on the new social media accounts. I said it in the first episode, but I've had a blast putting all this together for you. And I'm glad you guys are enjoying this as much as I am. So without wasting any more time, let's get into the next episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second episode of the Haggard Podcast. In this episode, we're going to cover what Twitch is. Now, this is probably going to be a shorter episode, but when I started putting a list together of just the different topics that I wanted to discuss, once I got to about the fifth or sixth topic, I quickly realized not everyone may know what Twitch is or are unfamiliar with what Twitch looks like or how to navigate it. So I figured in this episode, we'll put a quick kind of guide out there for you guys to follow or for you guys to listen to. So first things first, a very important piece to touch on is Twitch is not just this small platform. Twitch is absolutely massive and it is big enough to have caught the eye of Amazon back in 2015, I want to say is when they purchased it. So keep that in mind as we get into the later part of this episode that Twitch is owned by Amazon and that is a key factor in this. When you first go to twitch.tv, it's going to look somewhat similar to YouTube. The only difference from the color scheme and everything else, the main difference is this is real, shouldn't say real, this is live content. So these are streams that are currently live. They're not pre-recorded. I guess you can run reruns, but 98% of these are all going to be live form content. YouTube pre-recorded, pre-edited so on and so forth. But Twitch is live. It's a live platform. Within Twitch, you can can think of Twitch as a massive directory. So in the directory, there are subcategories to help you find streamers or find the content that you're looking for. To kind of break it down in similar terms, think of Twitch and the directory as a folder that you create on your computer. Once you open that created folder, you're going to start creating folders within that. And those are going to be your subcategories. So when a streamer starts their stream, they need to list their stream under a subcategory. So for example, if I'm going to be streaming Overwatch 2 content or I'm going to be playing Overwatch 2, I want to stream under the Overwatch 2 category. So people who are looking for that content, they can find me there. So my subcategory is going to be Overwatch 2 for that stream. Now this can be updated throughout the stream. You know, if you switch from game to game, you can always update your category from those games. There are hundreds of subcategories within Twitch's directory, and that is why it is so difficult to find people. Unless you know the category they're streaming under, or their name is the easiest way to find them. But even if you have the category and you know what game they're streaming, it's still extremely difficult to filter through them if you don't know what their name is. I'll give you an example. Right now, as I'm putting this episode together, There are 521,000 people watching the just chatting category on Twitch. Now, this is arguably the biggest category in the directory. It is filled with nothing but people sitting around their computers and conversing with their chat, talking with their chat, interacting with their chat, asking users questions in their chat, or they're covering a topic. They might be covering news events like Hassan, who covers day-to-day news events, and he goes over them with his chat 
and with his community. Now, in order to be able to interact in a streamer's stream, if you want to, you know, chat, if you want to use emojis, you have to create a Twitch account. Now, this is the part where it's important that Amazon owns Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime, within your Prime subscription each month, you have a free Twitch sub. That Twitch sub is that price is already baked into whatever it is per month that you're paying for your Amazon Prime account. So when you create the account, make sure to connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. On a monthly basis, you're going to get a free subscription and you can use it to any streamer. Now, the streamer, if you use the Amazon Prime, the streamer gets a cut of that subscription, just like everything else. But it's at no cost to you because you've already paid for it for the year. Creating an account gives you, like I said, the ability to chat in a streamer's stream. It allows you to use the emotes that they have unlocked or Twitch emotes just in general. And when you're creating an account, it's important to make it something that if you know the streamer, you know who they are, you make it like a nickname that you you may have or that they may use for you to when you say something, they're going to have an idea of who it is. Otherwise, it's just a random chat room on the internet with random screen names that kind of pop up with people talking to you. Having the streamer know who you are, or at least knowing what your username is, is super helpful to us so we know who we're conversing with. For example, I know my brother's screen names. So when they come in and they say, hey, what's up? Or, you know, most recently, hey, you're on the big screen at Airliner in Iowa City. I know who this is. I know who they are. It's not just some random person be like, yo, what's up? This is where you're at. I know who's talking to me. So it makes it easier for me to converse, makes it easier for me to talk to somebody. Just like the same thing with the people who I've met on Twitch playing just random games. A couple guys that I usually see are Gator. I see Mac in here all the time. um, And I see Krabby in here all the time. So when they come into my chat, they say, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How you liking the game? I know who they are. So then all the conversations we may have offline in Discord or Snapchat, we can kind of pick up where we left off. I know who they are. And it makes it that much more enjoyable for me because I have my friends in here talking to me and hanging out with me while I stream. The other thing that this allows the streamer to do is if you are in the chat and let's say there's 75 people that are watching the stream, but no one is saying anything. The streamer has the ability to pull up this, you know, not catalog, but pull up this username list of who is in the stream currently. So if we want to call somebody out and say, hey, so-and-so, how's your day going? It's helpful to be able to create an account so we know you're there. Now, if you just watch it from a link and you're not logged in, I don't know if that viewership number actually counts towards a viewer. I don't know. But what I do know, if you click on a link and you have an account created and you're signed in, well, that streamer is going to know that you're there. And it can kind of give them a little support that they may not know or may they may not have had otherwise just knowing that you are there watching them. The hardest thing for a streamer to do is to stream to zero viewers, but also to stream to 75 viewers who aren't interacting with them. It is extremely difficult to carry on conversations for hours by yourself with no feedback. It gets very tiring. And you get a lot of streamers who do get burnt out by not having those individuals in their stream, even if it's for a little bit, just to hang out, just to kind of brighten up the mood or liven up the mood. It gets very difficult at times. The other thing creating account does is it allows you to not only use Amazon Prime subscriptions, not only use the emotes, 
But in case you feel like you want to support some type of way, you can use what are are called bits. Bits are basically the equivalent of Bitcoin, but for Twitch. Bits are only used on Twitch. Can't use them anywhere else. It's Twitch's own form of currency. And I believe they cost as low as a penny, I want to say. So you can buy these bits and then you can shower the streamer, let's say, with 5,000 bits. That's another form of not only support, but also interaction. And you get an alert too. Most streamers have alerts set up when subscriptions happen, donations happen, gifted subs happen, and also when bits are donated. And sometimes they're kind of funny. Now that we've talked about kind of the importance of Amazon Prime, creating a Twitch account, conversing or interacting with the streamer, let's think back to when I mentioned how many people were currently watching the just chatting space or the just chatting category on Twitch. That's a massive number. And you may not think that's a massive number. And in case you do think that, I have some additional numbers for you. Now, I'm going to be reading off of Twitch's uh, revenue share that they had or revenue report that they sent out. Twitch's revenue in 2020 was an estimated $2.8 billion in revenue for 2022. Also in 2022, Twitch had an average of 2.5 million concurrent viewers. So basically, that means at all times, on average, Throughout the year, there were two and a half million people watching content on Twitch. Now, for some small TV networks, that number is larger than what they get. The other big number is there are 7.6 million Twitch users who stream on the platform at least once a month. 7.6 million Twitch users in one month. They just go live one time. Lastly, 22.4 billion hours of content was consumed on the platform. So not only do you have multiple millions of streamers streaming, but you have billions of hours of content being consumed. And it's from everything. It's from your just chatting screen or your just chatting subcategory, Apex Legends, Fortnite, Overwatch, Halo Infinite, World of Warcraft. All of those hours are being consumed by people just watching the content on Twitch. And those are huge numbers. And that's why in episode one, I made sure that we laid that foundation of support. With numbers like that, it is super difficult to get support of just random people who are on Twitch or who may be going to Twitch for the first time and trying to find you. It's almost nearly impossible. And like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode, but I wanted to kind of lay that bedrock there of what Twitch actually is. So in future episodes, when we talk about the platform, we have an idea of what the platform is. Twitch is an online streaming platform where people stream live content to, and mostly it's of playing video games. But you can also do, you know, you can watch people just chatting. You can watch in real life content, which could be people going to conventions, could be people just walking down the street, It could be people going to a restaurant or a fancy restaurant or going on dates. There's a lot of interactive content when it comes to IRL streams or just chatting streams. Now, Twitch has been the biggest live streaming platform for years. You also have platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and there's been some other ones that have tried and failed because they just couldn't garner the support or even a fraction of the support required to continually grow their streaming service. But Twitch has always seemed to be above and beyond everyone else. So majority of our episodes, we're going to talk about Twitch. However, 
there is an upcoming platform called Kick, and Kick seems to be making some waves. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about some of the streaming wars. We're going to talk about the wars that Twitch currently has with everyone else like YouTube and Kick. Kick has come in with some very, very incentivizing splits, but I still feel like Twitch comes out on top. And we'll cover those reasons in the next episode. So if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to drop a follow, hit the follow button or subscribe button wherever you've listened to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating. And let me know what you think about the episode. Let me know what you thought about the depth of it, the topic of it. Any feedback that you have is super, super helpful for future episodes. I appreciate everyone who's listening. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me for a little bit. And I'll catch you guys in the next one.